0: Welcome to the Naomi McLaughlin Show where you get to take business and multimedia marketing gold nuggets. Naomi is an Amazon bestselling author, freelance journalist and speaker as well as a passionate business and multimedia coach and consultant. With a bachelor's degree in business and marketing and an MBA in media leadership, Naomi is equipped and obsessed with helping you to create a business you desire and deserve. and welcome again. I'm Naomi McLaughlin, your host. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. Today's podcast is inspired by a conversation I had with a friend today who is considering to offer her overseas apartment for holiday makers. We discussed the benefits of getting her prepared for possibly holiday lets and how to attract potential clients. Since she would like to rent it out only 11 months per year, She was wondering how to figure out how many clients she would need and how to properly forecast potential earnings. So today, I would like to help you to make informed choices and plans by using the capacity planning model, which is a strategic technique I use to determine the X number of potential customers and or clients and products you could potentially serve. The whole point of capacity planning is to make sure that you intelligently meet demand given available assets, so meaning all the resources you have, the production and distribution network, and business policies. Two, to consider what to do to meet unmet demand, which may include, for example, to trade off with demand or to improve your asset position and or to reduce the demand position. And lastly, it also helps you to synchronize all your activities of the supply chain and or demand supply network. So let me just quickly explain a couple of these terms I've used. So let's go through the first point. So you want to intelligently meet demand given available assets. In other words, whatever you sell, whether it's a service or a product, or a number of different type of products and a number of different type of services. doesn't really matter. Intelligently meeting demand, given available assets, basically means what can you actually achieve in your given time. For instance, if you work from Monday to Saturday and you have eight-hour days, you have no employees and you're a one-man show, how much can you actually get done if you have a lunch hour and a couple of breaks in between? So your assets in that case, for example, let's assume you are a coach like me, a business coach or consultant, then in that case obviously you are your biggest asset because the knowledge and the service would solely come from you. However, If you would have, for example, a factory making jam and you have X amount of machinery, machinery as in ovens to cook the jam and cooling systems or large fridges, if you were to cool and store the fruits beforehand, etc. So those would be your kind of assets. Or if you were to be a hairdresser, for example, then your chairs, your washing tables, maybe your number of staff, all of these would be your assets. Or if you are a product-based business and you sell one individual product, for example, then one of your assets might be your storage. So not everybody who is selling a product actually stores the product by themselves. Some use drop shipping, so they are actually really more like an agent in between but Since I don't know your circumstances, all of these items, so to speak, are your assets. So it's yourself, your staff, it's the location where you are at, it's the amount of space you have to actually store products or the place of service. So if you're online based, for example, your place of service might just be a phone and your website or your phone, website and email. So it really depends on what type of assets you have. Now, the production distribution network production, obviously, is a term you already know I'm sure you do so it depends on your production so assuming you have a home-based bakery and you make customized birthday cakes for example you might only have one oven and even it might be an industrial oven it might have a certain capacity and that's all you have or you have a number of baking tins but that's your capacity so if you only have 20 tins you can't do more or you would have to add to your assets you can't do more than 20 cakes at a time for example, that would even be possible to fit it all into your oven. Then your distribution network is obviously how do you ship it or how do you distribute whatever you sell towards your customers and clients. And you might also have business policies. You might also be restricted by regulations. So for example, everybody is entitled. If you have staff members, they're entitled to breaks, they're entitled to holidays. All of this needs to be factored in. Unmet demand, that was another thing. So to consider how what to do with unmet demand. So what do you do if you've overproduced? Or what do you do if nobody comes through the door? So you're a hairdresser, but you don't have anybody booked in. What do you do in all of those times? Where nobody wants to book in. So do you increase your marketing for example? Do you reduce the amount of staff you have if you have staff? Or could you, if you are the only person working within your business, could you do something else in the time if there's no demand for example? Or could you trade it off with somebody else? So there are for example businesses like restaurants who know they only need the kitchen in the evening time. They might be renting out their premises in the morning or their kitchen in the morning for example to another business who is looking to rent premises in the morning instead of in the evening and afternoon, so that might be a trade-off. When we look at improving your assets, you might actually have old machinery. So, do you have to maybe get some something new in? So, for example, I used to have a very good but really laggy laptop, and I loved my laptop and everything was installed and exactly how I wanted it, but it was lagging and crashing. So, I had to replace it, and that would be an improvement of my asset in this case, or Do you have to reduce the demand position? So, for example, could you outsource something? So I can only do X amount of content creation, for example. But if I were to add somebody else into my team, then obviously the work could be divided or at least part of. The work I can't cover, somebody else might be able to cover. Synchronizing all your activities basically means that you time and plan everything into the supply chain. So in my case, as a coach, how do people book my services or how do they find them in the first place? So all the marketing and sales activities, then timing it with my booking structure, timing it with my calendar so that I don't have too much time in between, but also enough time in between if there's an overlay etc and also the demand supply network. So if you synchronize your activities based on your supply chain and or on your demand supply network that's the same if you have a number of agents or another agent working for you who refers clients to you for example or even customers you might need to look at that as well. So maybe their activities are stronger in certain seasons or there's more demand in certain seasons and What do you do or how do you cope with your low times or high times, for example? So in particular, if you have a seasonal type of product or service, then obviously there will be a higher demand when the season is up. And if you are not, then obviously the demand is down. So in short, capacity planning is the process of determining the production capacity needed from your business to meet changing demands for your products and or services. So there are two different ways of looking at capacity planning. There's number one. Design capacity, which is the maximum of work that your business is capable of completing in a given period. And number two, effective capacity planning, which is the maximum of work that your business is capable of completing in a given period due to limitations. For example, changeovers, quality difficulties, interruptions and delays, material handling, etc., 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 So just to quickly recap, the capacity planning is a process to determining the production capacity needed for your business to meet changing demands for your products and or services. So I hope this was helpful for you, for you to go forward and plan your activities, to strategize, to be effective and to consider your limitations as well as your assets. Think about your labor, your land, your facilities, your infrastructure, your machinery and your resources, which are required to deliver products, services and all your personal I hope this was helpful. I'm Naomi McLaughlin. Please like, comment, follow and share. And I'm looking forward to speak to you soon. Goodbye for today.